Hi, everybody. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that fourth hour. That new fourth hour is starting March the 2nd, and I really want you to be a part of it. This is the first time a radio show has ever done this, a live radio show, where you get to become part of the the background of that show. You get to um, give me information. You get to give me research. You get to have a voice in what happens. And um, I'm excited about this. In fact, I'm only taking a very selective, small group of people. We're going to join together off the air. And this is going to be every Thursday night from 8 to 9.30 at night. And people, other people that do this, something like this, they only do it like once a month. We're going to do it every week. And it'll be recorded if you can't make it that week. Uh, You can either sit in and just observe or listen or be part of the conversation. And so I'll have special guests come on just for you. And you'll get access to me through a special phone number where you'll be able to text me during the show and message me. And I can ask questions to guests and things like that, um, which will just make access so much easier. You'll have access that no one else has. And those things forward to my cell phone. So please go to the fourth hour tab on katedallyradio.com at the top and click and there's more information there. And I'm excited. Got to get your spot because it's filling up and I'm only taking a select uh, group. We got to keep it small. So please go get your spot and uh, get ready. Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Good. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Kate, K-A-T-E, to help the show, but also to get your buy one, get one free pillow with the new patented technology. And guess what? You can get through a whole night. You won't be sweating through the night. In fact, it keeps your neck and head really cool, and you're going to love the new patented technology on this 2.0 pillow. Get one. You're going to love it. I'm serious. Thanks, you guys. Because March 2nd, we start. All right? Think. While it's still legal, the Kate Daly Show starts now. And that the first communist cell in government, so far as we know, was organized in the U.S. Department of Agriculture in the 1930s. John Apt was there. It was John Apt whom Oswald, the accused assassin of President Kennedy, requested for his attorney. Harry Dexter White was there. Lee Pressman was there. And communist Alger Hiss, who was the principal architect and first secretary of the United Nations Organizing Committee, committee was there also. I have talked face to face with the godless communist leaders. It may surprise you to learn that I was host to Mr. Khrushchev for a half day when he visited the United States. Not that I'm proud of it. I opposed his coming then, and I still feel it was a mistake to welcome this atheistic murderer as a state visitor. But according to President Eisenhower, Khrushchev had expressed a desire to learn something of American agriculture. And after seeing Russian agriculture, I can understand why. As we talked face to face, he indicated that my grandchildren 
would live under communism. After assuring him that I expected to do all in my power to assure that his and all other grandchildren will live under freedom, he arrogantly declared in substance, you Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism outright, but we'll keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you'll finally wake up and find you already have communism. We won't have to fight you. We'll so weaken your economy until you fall like overripe fruit into our hands. Love that warning from Ezra Tap Benson, Secretary of Agriculture under Eisenhower and uh, leader of actually of my church. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing that warning came from 1966. <laughs> All right, welcome. We are live today. How are you, Uncle Milty? Oh, I'm exhausted. From what? Watching the news. <laughs> I, watching I, the I, news, huh? You know, between <laughs> between the Murdoch murders mm-hmm. yeah. and World War well, III. Well, the Murdoch murders, big, big story. Yeah, a huge story. Yeah. I, I'm on the edge of my seat constantly. Why do they do this? Wondering if he's guilty or not. What? What? Why do they do this? I don't get it. It's a distraction from something yes, else. There's yes. there's no... I mean, Picking this is the biggest distraction in yeah. quite a while. It is. It is. Uh, picking and choosing. Picking and choosing. Mm-hmm. That's what we get. And, and uh, some cases that are... I don't know if they'd be worthy of national attention because I would think that a case is really about the person it happened to, the victim, and maybe the boundary in which it happened, like the community... But I don't know why they become so national. What it is a little it's crazy. So what's the interest? Last Friday, I think it was, mm-hmm. there was an article. I think it was Deseret News, but I'm not sure. Anyway, it was a warning uh-huh. about carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh. Big article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to, you know, people need to be careful with the cold weather, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to do a little research. Uh Uh-oh. In the United United States of America, for quite a while, like Mm -hmm. a decade, Mm -hmm. the average number of people in the United States Uh that have died of carbon monoxide poisoning is 450. For how long? A year. Mm-hmm. 450 people a year mm-hmm. of carbon monoxide Total. poisoning. Total per year in the, out of 322 <laughs> million people. And so, yet, and yet somebody felt the need mm-hmm. for a public service announcement <laughs> about being careful about carbon monoxide poisoning. Mm-hmm. And it was specifically mm-hmm. here in Utah. So if of the course. whole country was 450 deaths, how many were in Utah? Yeah. Yeah. I, One. I'm Two. I'm like so sick and tired of being treated like a moron. I know. And so on Facebook I wrote, "Attention all Utah mor- morons." <laughs> 
And some gal got really offended. Why? She said I was calling people morons. I said, no, it's sarcasm. The government's calling us morons. morons. Yep. She didn't get it. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about the carbon dioxide problem, but I do want you to know that the big headline today was this. This was the third headline today listed, bird flu under control, but still a risk. My question for KSL Commie News is, when was it out of control? I just want to know. When was the bird flu actually out of control? Was it? I don't remember it. Hmm. Anyway, now it's under control. (laughs) So, you know, it's always good to manipulate a really good headline into thinking that there was a problem, but we solved it somehow. But still a risk. So, run for the hills, people. You got carbon dioxide chasing you and bird flu. Monoxide. What did I say? Dioxide. Oh. <laughs> well, according to the climate yeah, They're centers, both dangerous. They're both dangerous. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I had the bird flu. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I woke yeah. up on the roof, <laughs> and I figured I, I got the bird flu and flew up onto Your the roof. Your feathers were yeah. a little anxious. <laughs> Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Talking about your two big newspapers in Salt oh, Lake. Gosh, Have you read them awful. lately? Oh, I, is the I, drought over? Yeah, I can't stand it, but go One ahead. The Tribune, Tribune had a picture of State Street and 83 being a river and bridges going across it mm-hmm. with the big headline, Could This Happen Again? Oh, my god! And the Deseret News had one. St. George, when the Santa Clara River ate up all those houses, and yeah. yep. could it happen again? Oh, geez. Run for the hills, people. It's about to happen. And oh my gosh, we didn't survive. No, no, actually, we did. We did survive the last one. So, That's right. So, does that mean the drought's mm-hmm. over if all the flooding's on the way? Not at I don't all. know. But you know what? This is a hard day for Zach Renstrom. This is a tough, tough day for the Water Conservancy. When you can't give a speech on a drought, that is tough, tough, tough. And Michelle Randall probably crying in her boots. We can't talk about the drought. So, yes, this is a problem for only the city government. The city government has a tough, tough time when everything, when you look out your window, contradicts the drought every single day. So it's it's hard, really hard. But that's okay because the state's going to spend, what, $200 million to try yeah. and fill up the Great Salt Lake well, again? We have a, a Biden. Disappearing. We have a governor that licks Biden's boots every single time he can. So, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah they're just life. crying. The only river that's happening around here is the one that's been cried over because they can't talk about it. They can't actually acknowledge it. Thanks for the call. And you know what? Can I just say this for the record? My husband looked over at me. We were traveling. He looked over and he goes, the only drought we're in is a drought of integrity. <laughs> I'm like, that is exactly the only drought we're in. It's a, it's, a, it's a drought of honesty and integrity by the mayors, city council members, most of them, um, and uh, the county commissioners and all the people that run your local cities, all the people that run this city and your local cities. It's a drought of integrity. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm a little upset with the caller. <laughs> really? No, Why? really, I am. Okay. He he made an issue out of filling the Salt Lake. Oh, yes. Apparently, he doesn't know about the new state crustaceans. <laughs> the sea monkeys need to be saved. So. <laughs> Oh, please. The sea monkeys? The sea monkeys, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We did get the brine shrimp, didn't we, for the crustacean? That's the sea monkeys. Oh, okay. That's That's what a sea monkey is. It's a brine shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go order shrimp salad somewhere just to celebrate. Uh, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Okay, just real quick sure. in response to what Ezra Taft Benson said. Yes. It was his cousin, Robert A. Taft, who recommended him to Eisenhower. Uh-huh. Uh, another interesting tidbit. Uh, so they're in their past or history, he is related to President Taft. Right. But Robert Taft was an educated attorney before he became uh, and he was a senator. I think he was. Oh, he had presidential aspirations. He jeopardized it all when he condemned the Nuremberg trials. Ah. He said it was victor's justice. Mm. He said that uh, they defied internationally recognized laws of juris- jurisprudence mm-hmm. in executing that uh, kangaroo court. Yes, and they Agreed. used ex post facto law, which means they. Things that weren't illegal at the time they occurred, after the fact, they said that it was illegal and they tried them using ex post facto law. And that's all I have to say. Love your show. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much for that addition. Really appreciate Love the info. So... Uh, another, there's a bit of good news for people who own small businesses. Oh, I was businesses. still stuck on the carbon monoxide. No, no, I was really afraid. For people who own small businesses. Mm-hmm. Governor Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have to laugh when yeah. you say that because he's such a joke. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he wants to be able to sponsor uh-huh. immigrants to fill Utah's more than 100,000 open jobs. Of course he does. So you can, you know how a lot of people in the past have made jokes about him? Like Seven Eleven, yes, and, yes, and people certain from, connotations that Biden used to talk yeah, about, about consistently. people from India and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, but here in Utah, they're going to bring immigrants and sponsor them, and who knows what language they're going to be speaking because everybody's <laughs> well, coming across the southern border now. Yeah, it'll Every make weirdo Cox really absolutely just love himself for this, really and truly. He'll feel good at going to bed every night knowing that he did this yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And his career in the Biden administration. You know, and they got that big mm-hmm. windfall of money. Yeah, right. The, right. the increased taxes that they uh-huh. get on groceries because of the price of groceries. Not to mention our COVID bucks. Yeah. Remember when they put in um, they put in phone chargers in in tables up in the for the homeless up at the parks? Remember that they they were spending money yeah. left and right, and they couldn't figure out how many ways they could spend money. And anyway. <laughs> That, that's 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 the joke of a governor, that bald piece of hot mess that he is. I, I don't know if that's so bad, Kate. I mean, homeless people deserve to be able to charge their cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What yeah. world are we living in? I don't in? know, but you got a $700 fo- you know, phone, <laughs> so that's a... <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Also, 13 year old suffers cardiac arrest. But don't look here because he had a thumbs up picture for KSL. So the kid is in his hospital bed all wired up with a thumbs up. So you're supposed to go, well, we're just glad he's okay. Don't look at the fact that 13 year olds are having random heart attacks, people. Don't look. You're not supposed to know that. You're not supposed to ask any questions, even though the only thing that changed in 2021 and 2022 was the shots that we give these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, no biggie. He's fine. Thumbs up. Thumbs up to that 13-year-old who had a cardiac arrest. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. 
Well, we showers in the land of cotton old town there are not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. In Dixie's land where I was born in early on one frosty morning. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Welcome back. Well, I wish I was. I play this because it really bothers uh, Michael LaGlobia, our, uh, that jerk from California that runs the college and then um, also Biffy it, Biffy hates this so here's for Biff Biff Williams president of Dixie College Yes, uh, Biff lied to get the Utah Tech in. They were so desperate to sell Utah Tech that uh, um, they actually just published an article that said, and I'm not joking, Utah Tech celebrates their 10-year anniversary to make it kind of look like Utah Tech's been there for 10 years. Well, only in the mind of Biff has it been there for, I think he's been there for 11 or 9 of the 10 years. Okay, we've had to endure Biff. Well, that little liar. Um, so, and I know that because I've seen the data that he lied about. He had to lie about the data to get mm-hmm. all that, the narrative through. That's why I say that. I don't just say that because I'm accusing somebody. I say that because I know he lied. He lied to the alumni. But it's so interesting to me how they tried to sell that as a 10-year anniversary. And then at the very bottom, it goes, well, I mean, they pushed hard to make Utah Tech the name. And, and, they, and they were finally, finally successful. Like it was some, you know, big, huge problem for them, which it was because they really wanted to get rid of Dixie, but a year ago. But you know, it's a 10-year anniversary of Utah Tech. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it, do the math. That didn't happen 10 years ago. But they wanted. They were so desperate to make it look like that that they went to the news organizations to have that published. But that's what you get when you have a president with no scruples or integrity. It's what you get. So. Yeah. Dixie State. Although yep. I will say that Biffy had a harder time committing <laughs> these frauds uh-huh. before LaCourse got there. Yeah, LaCourse was certainly LaGlobia. Yeah, LaGlobalist <laughs> was what we call him. Um, yes, he certainly helped help the matter and then treats all of you like you're the dumb ranchers and farmers and country folk and that he's here to save you. I think he's from came from San Diego. Yeah, he's a winner. Yeah, they're both little liars. Anyways, welcome to the show, caller. How are you? I'm good. How are good. you? Good. I'm excellent. Good. Go right ahead. Hey, I was listening and uh, I'll make this quick. Uh-huh. Not to bemoan it, but uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. I, I heard the comment about, oh, just over 400 people pass away each year from carbon monoxide. But Nationwide. I, I think if you, if you take a, yeah, nationwide, mm-hmm. take a bigger look at that and maybe ask yourself a question, why do only 400 people pass away from it? Mm-hmm. And secondly, uh-huh. maybe it's because we do what we do. Mm-hmm. With uh, you know, putting out the word and putting a little money into advocacy of, of it all, and secondly, you can't forget about the twenty thousand people mm-hmm. who are affected by carbon monoxide poisoning and either lose their minds or I mean, I have a few friends that happened with him and his three kids and his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents were never the same. One of the daughters passed away, and one of them was just fine. Mm. So it's not just all about the four hundred deaths. Ah. I think there's a lot more to it mm-hmm. before we start ratting off on uh, on how we spend money on on advocacy programs like the carbon monoxide deal. I can see that on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Do you think we wouldn't know there was a problem? One, one fact, it's mm-hmm. easy to make a case. Do you think but, that we wouldn't know there was a problem unless we had PSAs? 
Possibly. Really? You really think that we wouldn't know? A lot of people, for the exact same reason why some people just don't get it. Ah, okay. Whether they're not educated or uneducated and they don't understand the dangers of carbon monoxide, you can't smell the stuff, Mm -hmm. you can't see it. Uh And a lot of people just aren't educated on it, maybe because they didn't see a a public service announcement or something to realize how dangerous it is. All right. Thanks for the call. You know, I don't need a PSA to tell me jumping off a cliff is. You know, probably going to be detrimental to myself. I mean, I I don't know that the PSAs are what's saving us. Uh, I appreciate the the thoughts of the caller. Mm -hmm. However, if it was really a problem, there would be way more than 450 deaths a year in the entire United States. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, there would be. Uh, people yeah. die of all kinds of things yep. in much greater numbers. I agree with you. That nobody worries about. Like I agree with 440,000 people a year die from medical malpractice. Yep. Don't be screaming about that. You don't hear anything about be careful who you choose for your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but no, carbon monoxide, yeah. by yep. gosh, we better get the word well, out. That, that, oh, it, come on. It is funny how they pick and choose. Yes. What they'd like to the campaigns of fear you know it's it's like the health department and look what they just did you know what i mean look what they just did did they i'm sorry do we have any psas about the shots no um no (laughs) you still don't to this day and and how many of those you know they're saying 13 the latest study that they actually did in romania says 13 million now dead from the shots yep worldwide 13 million deaths from the and, shots. and what was it from COVID? Like six million? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They uh, said. They said yeah, it was. That's but they, what they, but they did, I don't know where the bodies are. Right. Yeah. We had the same death rate than we've always had, but I don't know where the bodies are actually buried because obviously we didn't bury them anywhere. I guess they're just lined up somewhere. Yeah. Amazing. It, 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 it never ceases to amaze me. Maybe they just sent them to so, the Soylent Green factory. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that. <laughs> Um, your food shopping history requirements. Yeah. This is uh, Scott Chew. C-H-E-W. Scott Chew. Um, this passed the House, by the way. Bill is carefully drafted to take into account personal privacy concerns and voluntary participation. Talking to my friend Deborah about this, Citizens for a Constitutional Government. Um, however, uh, she was saying, however, voluntary in state code is one step away from mandatory. See, they get it passed and then they go in steps, right? To yep. get things, that's how they always, always do. do. Government access to private shopping histories should not be in code at all. We have recent very painful examples of executive and agency suspension of personal and business permissions under emergency authority. And despite the usual assurances that data will be carefully protected, we know it won't, right? And we know that the Utah Department of Health has a history of sharing data with the University of Utah for research purposes. It's kind of like when every phone call you make is recorded for mm-hmm. customer service research. Sure. And since there is uninformed, um, or uh, uniform federal, I'm sorry, uniformed, well, uninformed too, uniformed federal public health officers working in the Utah Department of Health and Human Services, we must ask whether the data will be accessible by the federal government. Department of Health and the University of Utah have a history of data breaches. There is no database that is breach-proof, as we clearly can see from all the hacking instances, right, that they blame on hacking. The bigger the database, the more likely it is to be breached, and the more personal data will be lost. And this passed the House committee. 
I shouldn't have said it past the house. Past the house committee. These are the bozos you have working for you up at the Capitol in Utah. And most of them conservative because we've always had a conservative majority. Five bill HB 529. This bill is, uh, it's basically, it's food, your food shopping history given to the feds is really what this is going to turn out to be. I didn't realize how pervasive that was Mm -hmm. until my birthday. Oh. And right after my birthday, Uh entering my 70th year of life, Yes. I got a notice to remind me it's time to start buying Depends. (laughs) (laughs) And I, what? Did you run to the store? (laughs) Thank you, PSA. (laughs) We, We love you for reminding him because you might not remember. Anyway, that's good. That's good. Age appropriate. That's yeah. Good. No, I was um, thrilled. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you be? Um, we have horrific bills being written and um, pursued, and nobody is seeming to care about you. The other thing is uh, fines could be on the way for those watering during restricted periods. I know. You're seeing all the waterfall. I know you're seeing the snowpack, the avalanche warnings today, all the snow that's headed our way, the rain that's headed our way today. I know that California just had an epic storm of actual snow. They get about every 20 years. Um, it's cyclical. But anyway, they uh, your boot-licking Biden boot-licking governor has vowed to make your life miserable and wants to fine you for water use. He actually threatened you, uh, what it was like a month or two ago, threatened you. And um, you have Republican lawmakers, our own Republican base, writing up the bills to make sure you're fine to the hilt. And and uh, Governor uh, Cox, we'll just call him Cox Biden, he would love it if you were thrown in jail too for your water use. Yeah. I found a way around that. What? I set my water system, watering system timer Mm -hmm. to match the golf course. (laughs) And that way, I get plenty of water on my grass, and they can't (laughs) say anything. To match the golf course. Yeah, because it it goes on and off the same as the golf course. We need a PSA (laughs) with lots of money to tell us to do the same thing. Yeah. We need to match ourselves to the golf course because the city doesn't mind that. And the water conservancy could care less about that. No penalty there. No penalty on the golf courses. We should just all match up. Yep. Sink ourselves. Set your timers. I like this idea. Match the golf course. You're brilliant. Oh, well, I, we, r- I rarely say no this, but there. <laughs> it's actually brilliant that we go in lockstep with the golf courses That's they right. seem to be having no problem with. Brilliant. I like I like that. Man. Um, so there's some good news for younger people. Maybe some <laughs> really? older people. Maybe would, some older some people. Good news. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, Senate bill. <sighs> 240. Oh, you guys, when they're in office. First time home buyer assistance program. I thought they always had that. No. No? No, no. Oh. Um, But boy, they're going to know if this (laughs) passes. How, you know, when I I was a first time um, home buyer, I asked for a lot of help. From oh, all kinds right, of people, right, right, right. and no one coughed but up a dime. Why is the legislature doing that? If a mortgage company wants to offer help on a mortgage, why is the government involved? Um, hmm. Because I know that's a hard question for some. Because they're using other people's money. Ah, see that okay. makes all the difference. Well, 
Well, I mean, you know, if you got to put, if you got to make a name for yourself because you're a big, bad legislature, right? With your big, bad self being brought up to uh, Salt Lake City, you got to make a name. You can't make a name if there's nothing to take away from people. And, and if there's nothing to pad that reputation with, so you got to make, you got to come up with bills, fining and water use. They love these bills. The only problem is, is that we're not in a drought. I know Zach Renstrom, you're crying a river right now. When I say, every time I say that you want to cry because you can't say drought every five seconds and hike up the prices. But you know, we have to actually look out the window folks and realize what they're doing to us. And they're fining you fining you for water use my my real problem with the first time home buyer assistance mm-hmm. program is we went through this once with rental assistance uh-huh. and yeah. we built low-income yeah. housing and watched it be torn to shreds in 10 years yeah. and useless the government was never because, supposed to be in housing yeah, when you give somebody housing they don't take care of it mm-hmm. if you help a first-time home buyer get into a home mm-hmm. more than likely one they can't afford sure it's going to go bad too yeah you know what the average uh, home price is going to be by 2027 so right now it's three to four hundred thousand across the United States. Some areas like ours five hundred thousand, but um, it's going to be eight hundred, I think, in twenty seven thousand um, dollars average home price. Eight hundred, and our median income is going to go down to they say thirty nine or forty. Wow. Right now it's at fifty three. Hold. Talk lines are open now. Call eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. This is the Kate Daly Show. Heaven ain't a lot like Dixie. I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home. I know, I just, I don't know, I love to play songs that bother Biff. Biff hates this area and um, and uh, likes to give himself accolades. So after that 10-year anniversary, you know, mess of an article came out, I just thought, we just have to just make sure Biff knows that this community doesn't like him and doesn't trust him and really doesn't want him here. And I wish he'd just go somewhere else and go destroy some other place. I mean, the guy is is, is hell-bent on destroying um, community, and he's a globalist. I mean, what do you do with these kinds of people? Um, yeah, he doesn't care what we think. No, I know. He cares he, what... He does. He does. And it's so grotesque. Um, And then Julie, of course, was uh, all those members of the board that were hell bent on ruining this area who aren't even from here. It just doesn't it just drive you crazy. They're not even from this area. They don't even understand what Dixie means down here. And they went ahead and, and destroyed it. And so. It's just grotesque. Um, I, it, I have a hard time stomaching it still. And uh, I, I can't call it Utah Tech. And it's such a weird, it's like my husband said, what is up with their branding? Do they have people on drugs that are branding? You have the trailblazer bra- with a bison 
and Utah Tech as the school. Like, what is their deal? I, I'm a rebel. So when we were rebels, that made sense mm-hmm. um, before they destroyed that. And Victor Iverson was the one when he was student body president. He's now commissioner. He destroyed that completely and wanted um, that taken out. That's what a hot mess Victor Iverson is. But uh, he did not want the rebels. And that's why we got rid of the rebels was he was student body president in charge of making sure that happened. Yeah. And to this very day, Victor uh-huh. Iverson is scared to death of rebels. <laughs> Yes. He calls us. What does he call us? I mean, I know most of them call us cave dwellers because we even mention the Constitution or law of the land. You're not allowed to do that, I guess, in America. But um, but it's so amazing to me how they how they had to lie to get the name Dixie out and Utah Tech in. But think about it. Utah Tech. And they they put colorful bison, all plastic bison everywhere, all around our city that make no sense. The pioneers weren't on top of bison, you know, coming on in to St. George that I remember. Anyway, um, so they do it on bison and then they've got trailblazers because they did the red storm for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That had too many jokes attached. Yeah. If you want to think about the red storm. <laughs> <laughs> and they they were so stupid that they couldn't figure out that that could be an issue. So then they quickly went to trailblazers. None of it makes sense. Everyone's so confused when they come to this area. So confused. That's why we have a big D on the hill. I don't think they can touch it. I'm pretty sure private property owns that. Um, owns the big D on the hill because I just told um, everybody that that thinks that we needed to change the name of the school. That stands for Democrat, so they'll be happy and leave it alone, right? <laughs> it stands for Dixie, and there's something really special about this area that they're trying to destroy, and that they have they have tried to destroy it. And I just think it's so sad to me. I why would you want to do that? Why would you Why would you want that to be your legacy? I destroyed history. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. But it's a hot uh, mess. Uh, they have a problem with their branding and Jordan, uh, um, who's in charge of some of this. He's a hot mess. I mean, he's just so grotesque to me. But anyway, the whole the whole lot of them. I just feel sad for him. I, I can't imagine that being my legacy in life. I don't know why I would why anyone would want that. Before we take the caller, make sure and go to Liberty Youth Academy and sign up. Get your kid enrolled in a fantastic education. I love this school. I love what they're doing. I love that kids are so excited to go to school finally. Get them out of the public arena. It's 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 not even... It, do we actually have to prove now that you need to get your kids out? Come on, get them out of there. Get them a good education over at libertyyouthacademy.org. Also, also, I just wanted to mention Garage Doors Only. Garage Doors Only, what a great uh, company that is. They have their ugly door contest going on right now, and you don't have very much longer. you got to send your emails into to uglydoorcontest at garagedoorsonly.com. Get it sent in so you can win a fabulous new garage door from Garage Doors Only. The number is 435-868-1200. You have to dial the 435, and they are just doing so many great things over there. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. How are you doing, Kate? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Great. i um just calling in um, uh-huh. to talk about election integrity oh, a little excellent. bit. I, there's an important event going on this Wednesday morning, 8.30 a.m. at the. I don't know whether it'll be the old county building or the new county building, but they're opening the bids for the new sorter, uh, ballot mm-hmm. sorter that they are buying for the election, and hopefully they will not choose the one that um, does automatic signature verification. Uh, um, there's just so many problems with that. Okay. Anyway, the, the bid opening is a public event at either the old or the new county building Wednesday morning at 8.30, and also um, 
this is a great week to call in and sign up for public comment for next Tuesday. The meeting is next, the next commission meeting um, is Tuesday, March 7th. And you need to call up if you want your two minutes of public comment. You've got to call in this week. And the number is 634-5700. you got to call in before Thursday at noon. Okay. And lastly, um, there's a, an awesome public free public event next Tuesday night at 630 at the Electric Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, restoring Public Trust with um, the presenters will be Dr. Douglas Frank and Colonel um, Sean Smith. And that's going to be an awesome event. Please bring Where is ev- that? everyone you can. Where is that? That's at the Electric Theater downtown St. George. That is next Wednesday? Uh, next Tuesday, next March Tuesday. 7th. So okay. a week from tomorrow, March 7th. And it's at 630 at the Electric Theater. And uh, Dr. Frank's going to, he's an expert data analyst, Nobel Prize nominee super brilliant guy and he's he's got some new data voter registration data from utah that he's going to present and then um colonel sean smith is an awesome national security expert retired u.s air force um and he is going to talk about national security and the problem why the machines aren't securable wow it's going to be a great event to take bring people to that aren't that aren't familiar with these ideas and that that need to learn so that is next week march 7th that's at 6 30 at the electric theater everybody needs to be there fill those seats up and then also um you have to call before this thursday to attend if you want to speak to attend and speak at the county commissioner's meeting next tuesday right and everybody right now should be calling that phone number 634-5700 634 5700. Give them a quick call and have your statement be why are we having to call you to tell you that we're going to make a comment at a very public meeting? How disgraceful uh, that is. More. And then also, why are they not having the meetings after work when people can actually attend? To have them at four o'clock is a disgrace. And all three county commissioners, I'm sorry, I can't stand them. I, I, I don't like the job they're doing, I think they're horrific. But let me say this call up, make make yourself known for comment and the comment should be let them know that you would like to know why they are making us do all of these things to actually have a public meeting or be part of a public meeting because we pay their damn salaries and i'm tired of it i am so tired of this oh my gosh super frustrating they they used to allow us to read comments from people who are who can't you can zoom in your comments but if you're if you're like busy at work at 4 30 or 4 45 and or you're out of range you're just out of luck they used to let us let us read someone else's comments and they took that right away a couple weeks ago so now um so now all you can do is show up in person or you can do it via zoom they're so afraid of the people they're afraid of the community and it shows and it's disgraceful and i don't have an ounce of respect for them for how they're doing business and the way that they just went nope nothing to see here folks no election fraud i it just makes me it, it really makes me sick so i have a hard time with it um, if everybody would call 634-5700 and let them know you're going to speak at this county commissioner's meeting. If they get flooded with comments of how dare you do this to us and make us call you to get a comment in, they need to hear from the public on this. They should not be permitted to do this. And we're not permitting them. They're just doing it and no one's stopping them, right? So Yeah, we are the only, out of all the class one, class two counties across Utah, we are the only county, we have the most restrictive policy, the only one that limits 
limits everyone to two minutes, only 10 people max, and you yeah. have to sign up in advance. We're the only county with those kinds of restrictions. Makes and me sick. Even like Salt Lake and Davis counties allow um, comments to be emailed in advance, and, and the commissioners or somebody else will read them on behalf yep. of somebody who's at work at yeah. 4.30 or, it's four, or 5 disgraceful. o'clock. You know? It's disgraceful. It's, Uncle Milty? Uncle Milty? I, I just, uh, I, I think uh, I would never expect our three commissioners to allow questions they can't censor ahead of them. <laughs> it's the truth, though. That's what they want to do, and it's disgraceful. Let them know that we need to fill these seats up. And I always appreciate you, Wendy. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. I really appreciate it. And so, this, uh, tell me again about the sorter. What, when do they need to show up? Okay. This week. So the bids are the bids are due, and they're opening. They're opening the bids. Wednesday morning, 8.30 a.m. I don't know whether it's the old county building or the new county building, but they're both right there on about 150 East Tabernacle. Okay. So between the two, you can find it. Uh-huh. Um, they, I've heard them estimate that it's going to be like a quarter million dollars hmm. for a new sorter, and they and it's looking like they're, they're considering the option of getting one with a uh, signature, automatic signature verification, Jeez. and that's just a big can of worms. Yep, automatic and, should say uh, what, what that means. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, perpetuating yeah. a flawed Gross. system that, that many people aren't comfortable with. And even even the state legislature, you know, there's a bill right now that's, that's saying, wait a minute, let's let's double, let's take another look at vote by mail. You know, sending, sending ballots to every single active voter on the rolls without their consent. Yeah. And, and you look at our voter turnout, you know, just last November in 2022 midterms in, in Washington, County, so every every active voter got a got a ballot without their consent, and only two thirds of them even bothered to return it. That's one third of the active voters who don't even want those ballots, and they're getting mailed to them without their consent. Right. And there were over two thousand ballots that were that were undeliverable in Washington County in November. I mean, this is just a bad bad right. system and and buying spending all that money maybe a quarter million dollars on uh, to perpetuate a system for automatic mm-hmm. signature verification is just right. Foolhardy. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. So yeah, the bid opening is at eight thirty Wednesday okay. morning at one of the county buildings. Thank and you. And at the public meeting. You're the best. Really appreciate all your efforts. Yep. I really do. Bottom of my heart, you're a warrior, and I love it. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. And everybody, please show up. We've got action is key, right? Action is key. Action is key. Thank you so much. Uh, that was so nice. Thank you for that. Ah. Uh, I, I know. I can't believe I, they carry on like I, this. I can't either. I, I just, Iverson and Gill, oh my gosh. Gill had so many problems as a city council member with ethics, and you put him in as commissioner? I just can't. Why? And Adam Snow, why? If he, oh, gosh, if he gets any worse, horrid. he'll be the lieutenant governor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you get to step up the ladder. Victor yeah. Iverson will go right up the ladder. He destroyed rebels, and then he gets into county commissioner. And why? All riding the coattails of Michael. Riding the coattails of Mike Lee. When Mike Lee came to town, he was so giddy, he was sweating. He was so giddy because he thought Mike Lee was going to step up and tell you how wonderful he was after what he's done with our elections. Told us that, nope, nothing to see here, folks. If we hand count with 50 people standing there watching, there's so much fraud. I mean, can you believe this? To make people call him, to ask him and plead with him if they can make a comment. Are they that afraid of the people? Yep. 
How gross is that, you guys? You wanted this hack as a commissioner? You wanted Gill as a commissioner? He had so many issues going in with ethics, with his own personal like job landscaping company and getting city contracts and being able to operate in places that you weren't supposed to operate a business out of. And we make him a commissioner. Yeah. I, it, it just amazes me every day. I, I'm but, stunned. But in all fairness... They all have reached a point where they have reason to be afraid of the people. Well, they do. And like like Iverson t- saying how many times he hated me and wanted me, wanted that on public record. He wanted that on public mm-hmm. record. He's that afraid of the media yep. calling out what he's doing. These are your county commissioners running your county. We need to really work to make yeah. it a seven-member council. He showed up at that uh, property increase for the fire department. He showed up and said no, and everyone go, was, oh, well, that's nice of Victor Iver. No, it wasn't. The county commissioners actually had to say yes to that in the first place, and then he shows up and tries to act like he was all against it. Oh, I'm here for you people. I'm here. I don't like those kinds of shenanigans. They're dishonest. They're dishonest, and those three county commissioners are dishonest. Don't like them. No, thank you. Oh, I've had a front row seat and it's been sickening to watch. It really has. Just sickening. You have to beg for your comment. You have to call a week ahead to get a comment in. You guys, don't don't allow, don't let them get away with that. Tell them what you think of them. All right, we'll be right back, Kate Daly Show.